0: Proverbs, chapter 5, verses 11 through 14. At the end of your life, you will groan when your flesh and body are spent. You will say, how I hated discipline, how my heart spurned correction. I would not obey my teachers or listen to my instructors. I have come to the brink of utter ruin in the midst of the whole assembly.
1: I call what I wrote regrets, and I, I think that you know having regrets is a is a is a terrible feeling. It's a it's a <clears throat> a sense of things that you could have done you never did, and, and of course that's what the psalm, to a certain extent, is is talking about, the psalmist, um, but. How do you, I mean, just in terms of how do we, you know, in terms of human nature, how do we move from regrets to acceptance and joy? I mean, you know, so many people live with their regrets and it sort of accumulates over time, just like we were talking about sin and other things like that. Regrets don't go away. They get replaced by new regrets. And they become a smaller part of the overall regretful nature of who you are. But how do you deal with regret? Because regret is actually serving as a barrier to a relationship with God, I would think.
0: It's it's an interesting question that you're posing. And the only way I can really think to answer it, I mean, other than the wonderful Freeing, life giving forgiveness of you know, of Christ, um, but I think what you're getting at is sometimes you can have even though you know you're forgiven, you can still regret. And so what's coming to my mind is you can ask the Lord, you can ask the Holy Spirit to um, enter in even to the memories that we carry of sin. You understand what I'm saying? Like you know, oh, yes, thank you, Lord, for forgiving me for that thing that I did four years ago. I understand that I'm forgiven. I understand that I'm set free from the punishment of that because you bore it for me on the cross. But will you now also heal the memory of it? Because I still have some regret. I still am living with the pain of it. And so will you just kind of go back even into the recesses of my brain and go into that memory and bless me there too. Will you heal the memory? And I think if we do that, if we allow the Holy Spirit to do that, the regret won't govern us anymore. We won't toss and turn on our pillows regretting something anymore if, if yeah. the Lord can heal the memory.
1: So there are three options of living. One is to live in the past, one is to live in the present, and one is to live in the future. Hmm. Idealists oftentimes are future-oriented uh, people who live in the past are oftentimes ones we've been, just been describing. people that are consumed by the by the regrets of what they did not do, what they could not did not become, uh, the dreams that were never fulfilled, et cetera, et cetera, and also the relationships that were crushed. But the present tense, I think, is a very interesting place to live because it doesn't let you become overwhelmed with the prison of regrets. uh, But it also keeps you real about the future. The present tense, I think, is where Jesus lived. I think it's an amazing example for us, not to be blind to a future and not to forget about the past, But the present is so full with possibilities that are real Mm -hmm. for you and for me and for everybody else listening to this, that I think that when you become centered in the present, you actually start filling it up with all kinds of possibilities that might actually overcome things that you had not done but now can do and a future that is not you know a uh, just a dream of something I, I you know in all of this this things that you and I are doing here and all of the things that went into it I never I don't think I've ever asked where is this going hmm. how can this make me a, right. you know a better person and mm-hmm. no I actually I am doing it because I think I've been called to do it and I only, when I say, I think I've been called to do it, that's exactly how I look at it. But I also kind of say, well, we're doing these recordings because it is something that I'm meant to be doing. And that's the only thing I'm saying. I'm not saying it's going to lead me to here, there, or elsewhere. Mm-hmm. I just right. try to engage it in its own terms as the present. And when we're talking, like I'm talking now, I didn't I didn't think ahead as to what exactly we were going to say. And you and I have never actually done that. We have never mm-hmm. rehearsed any yeah. of this. So <laughs> yeah. We're actually living what I'm talking about.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's I, that's good. I think you're talking about living in the present, and not focusing too much on the future. And this regret thing from this passage is... is um, having us not focus too much on the past. So all of it points back to that presence uh, with God in this moment.